the camera fades in high over the streets of Alkenstar. The familiar smog covers everything on this dark night. As we drift down through the click clacks, click clacks of the city, we leave the safe confines towards the near abandoned Ironside Quarter just on the outskirts of town. There, we can see a large scrapyard come into focus, one with sharp, jagged metal creating rows and rows and sort of pathways through an otherwise run-down part of town. And we kind of zoom in on two figures, leaving a sort of goblin campfire, a, a goblin wearing, like, colorful plates of glass dancing on a milk crate, all of them enjoying a nice barrel of pickles as they celebrate into the night. And we pick up two of our outlaws. Let's say that. We pick up outlaws. Outlaws. If you saw our tweet. Outlaws. It's what brings us all together. And we see kind of leaving the confines of this junkyard, headed back towards the bank that they have been conscripted to rob Anita and Zaruk. And the camera comes up behind them as they walk through these back alleys, you know, a few blocks towards the bank, and their sort of conversation comes in slowly as we pick them up mid-conversation. So what's your take on all that? On glass? Hmm. The situation at large, apparently Noel's moving in, a situation which is rapidly compounding and expanding itself. No, yeah, it was. It sounded very overwhelming, a little stressful. However, I just, at the moment, not choose to think about it because we have this heist that we have to think about. Do you see that? That tower thing mm. over there? Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know. I mean, I could be mistaken, but I have a feeling, a good feeling that we could use it to store uh, the members of the shield marshals in the event that they choose to chase us. A place to leave the bodies. Oh, I guess. But I mean, with Lord Glass, I... He seems alright with me. I think that, you know, if we help them with a the nose, we could gain the trust and then maybe their loyalty friends in this place would go a long way also where did you learn to speak goblin no offense but there's a quick like look you up and down you don't look the type to be associating with and then looks back towards the pile of scrap i used to read a lot of goblin stories when i was younger um i wasn't a very um popular kid so i was just left to my devices every once in a while i'd talk to a goblin here and there and you just picked it up? Yeah. My dad said I'm a bit of a genius, however. He just says a lot of superlatives when it comes to me, but I don't really believe it. Where did you learn how to speak goblin? Me? I don't... I, like, cycle through... Oh, God. Back... I got to open my character sheet and remember where they write that... I don't speak the language I was hoping that they would speak ours I'd cycle through uh, 
common dwarven orcish abyssal mwangi and zamnan oh oh i thought that no never mind that's my mistake but yeah i think we could trust him especially after he gave them all those pickles mm. 90% of the time, if you bring food to someone, it'll make things go more smoothly, and 100% if it's the right food. I, apparently, I should have brought some for gnolls. You don't happen to know anything in this part of the world about, like, gnoll clans that have moved into the region, or if I should expect the followers of Lamashtu versus the followers of their ancestors or somewhere in between, or... Well, outside of rumors... Nothing as specific as the ones that you've told me, unless can I make a recall knowledge check of that? I don't have any existing lore that would help you about uh, it. Yeah, you can give me a general society check. Society. Recall knowledge <laughs> society. Secret, if you will. Oh, secret? As, okay. As recall knowledge checks, do you have the secret tag? Society... That's a private, right? I know we've done this so many times, but yes, blind. Uh, okay. Blind is blind, private. Yeah. Private okay. will be you can see the results, but nobody else can. Okay. Question mark. Okay. Perfect. And you're trying to see if you've heard anything about gnolls in Alkenstar. Mm, like the like clans that. that have moved here. Most of the stories you've heard around gnolls tend to be gnolls that live outside the city. There are some gnolls that integrate into society and you know, live within Alkenstar. But out here, in the sort of, not quite mana waste, but you're kind of in that, like, buffer zone between the mana waste and Alkenstar here in the Old Ironside, most commonly you've heard of of gnolls that have sort of been warped by the mana waste themselves and the constant exposure to that magic sort of affecting them and making them hostile and in some ways less predictable than their than their more civilized counterparts. And he just lost your voice. Honey, are you okay? <laughs> I lost your voice. <coughs> Hello. <coughs> Sorry. My apologies. No, uh I just had a memory. Alright. I was just gonna say the gnolls might be affected by the mana wastes. But for some reason, my voice was just kept getting, it kept disappearing. I see. Quite the phenomenon. Nothing I've ever experienced before. Well, and in the intervening conversation, uh, dearest master of game, I will drop the uh, game fact part of my pursuit lead. I would like to do the thing, the uh, thing. this time with... One being, yes, the thing. Uh, one of them being pointed towards the heist and the other being, I guess, what I'll call the goblin knoll dilemma, if that's not too broad of a brush to paint with. Sure, no, I think that, that's reasonable. Gotcha. Oh, um... So how did you, I wanted to ask, how did you come to be friends with, no offense, I'm sure there's a part of Mithril underneath a hat and eye patch, but how'd you meet Refi? How'd I meet Refi? Yeah. Uh, one of the alleys. Bless you. There was one of the alleys. Um, it was Kojak actually that found him first. Um, and then I was at home, and then the next thing I knew, we had a visitor. Um, it wasn't entirely. Um, how do I say this? 
It's not entirely uncommon for Kojak to bring in strays. I mean, I'm one. So when Refi came in, it was just like a normal day. Hello. I couldn't really I talk. Or he wasn't talking to me then. You know how I'm talking to you now? I think I just eventually just annoyed him and then that's how he started talking. Fair enough. Were you also brought in wounded? Or and then Sir kind of just like walks back. I feel like I'm asking too many questions here. Um no, not necessarily. However, as as much as I do talk, there are some things about myself that I'm not too comfortable on saying, and I feel that I've already said too much about me. Told you about my childhood. Oh yes, all of the trauma. I guess if it helps, I'll tell you something about me and we can be even. All right. Make sure that Ask it's away. good, Random though. question. I think as you guys are kind of finishing this up, we see off in the distance, right? You guys have been walking through the alleys. You can see Refugio and Halbrent and Wybert standing there, like, kind of on standby. Off in the distance as you guys mm -hmm. are kind of wrapping up this conversation. So I have three sisters, right? We families get very big. The nature of my biology... I actually grew up with two out of the three born as tieflings. Fun fact, when you live very close to a lot of very abyssal places, the radiation, it seeps in in a very, very meaningful way. I switched to abyssal, and that's how I know how to speak abyssal. We had to learn it to... It's a long story, and then turns corner. Well, what did the pair of you learn? Bathroom. Well, <laughs> around the back there, there's a, a door that uh, says employees only and there ain't shit around it. There's a lot of like people around. Well, not, there's a lot of people who live in the area. I don't think they saw me, but if we make an, a lot of noise, they might come see what's going on. Um, Refi, what did you, uh, what did you, what did you learn out front? Right. Well, well, Hal was going around the back. Uh, I checked out things in the front. I've got one of those, uh, RASPCTs or however you call them. Uh, out front garden and then another uh, I believe it was two inside patrolling yeah. so mm -hmm. I just saw this so GM you would I would have any no yeah you would just know. I am actually going to retcon it a little bit from what I said just for balance sake uh, there's actually two patrolling the front like oh. right outside the front door and from what you gather you had a pretty good perception roll looking through the windows um, you've glanced what appears to be two on the inside as well. Uh, so four total kind of roaming in pairs. So like I said, we've got two in the front and then two patrolling inside. And they seem to have some sort of torch going out of their chest. Pretty sure it's a flamethrower. I, I just saw the torch so though. Definitely not a flamethrower. I would have added a flamethrower. I, I imagine. So, you mean to tell me <coughs> they're uh, in standard two by two formation? I would say so. Makes sense. The goblins are willing to let us through, however, they have a problem with apparently a clan of gnolls that have come in from the mana waste and have come in a little. Less than they once were, more than they once were. Mutated, I believe. That's right. Yes, Anita? 
I need you to lose your voice. Again. Drink that lemon tea. Make sure Again. you put ginger in it. There's something. It was the prison. Oh, never mind. Oh, she talks yes. so damn much in the prison. I'm so sure your pickles you work then, Tusk? Yeah. Oh. I, I lack the food for Knowles. I, the way I see it, in a perfect world, we go through the back, get what we need, take off. The goblins should be willing to entertain us for a time. I can try to talk our way through the knolls if we wa don't want to go in with all of our guns blazing. Theoretically, we, we just need to get them to stop fighting each other long, of us, long enough for us to... Did I mention the knolls are camped on top of our sewer access? That's important. Yeah, the that, would, that would be a bit of a challenge. Uh, Isn't it? Al. Oh, sorry, Annie, go ahead. No, I just wanted to... I For the GM, like, can, is it busier here on the front than it is? Is it busy on the, like, main street? It's like uh, midnight, right? It's it's pretty close. It's like pretty much 10. midnight, right? So it's in the middle. Oh, it's, midnight it's, now? Okay. Yeah, it, it's... In four hours. Well, no, it's somewhere between 10 and midnight, right? So we're, we're pushing close to midnight. I think right now there's probably, like, a big countdown clock. I meant to say at the top, it's like, you know... It basically says, like, uh, like nine hours, 45 minutes, counting down mm -hmm. to, like, you know to the return of the extra layers of security to the bank. So it, it's somewhere between... It's, it's not quite midnight, but it's pretty close, right? Most of the city pretty much wraps up and most people go to bed by midnight. Here, in this particular part of Ironside, the bank looks to be one of the only real functioning businesses on the block. You are in a part of town that was once like abandoned and sort of like blown up, kill everything that was here. So it's in the process of being rebuilt, but mostly abandoned. So, so it's quiet. It's pretty quiet here right now. There's nothing around. The only sort of like movement you guys have actively seen is uh, these like clockwork guards of the bank. Um, there are, you know, I think it was Al or that picked up that there are some sort mm -hmm. of residences nearby and people camping and there's like campfires going. So it, it's obvious it's not completely abandoned in the area. Any super loud noise is sure to draw some attention, but definitely not just like people walking down the street. You know, it, it's it's pretty quiet. Right. Well, Hal, got any more of them pocket mana waste lizards? Uh, yeah, I got always got a couple. Are you hungry? Oh, gosh, no. But uh, unless they're candied. But um, hmm. maybe the gnolls will like him. Bit of home. Could be. Indeed. I'm just but, looking uh, out one, the street while they're done. One problem well, at a time. We go yeah, down the front of the back. The Annie, what do you think? Front or well, back? Um, huh? Do we go in the front or back? Well, the front seems to be more quiet than the back. After how said that there's a likelihood that people would notice us if we we're too loud. Yeah, I mean, there's people back there. They're having a campfire, so I'm talking, thinking, eating, drinking, living. I mean, I'm because I'm thinking like I'm not too familiar with EC forty sevens, but based on what group said, if it's okay, I'd like to do a little experiment on these automatons. Like, just see how far their AI is. So you want to capture one? 
Yeah, I mean, because if we do it quietly, what if if we succeed here? If my if 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 the <laughs> if the hypothesis works, then maybe we could just mirror it inside. So I was thinking, what if we try and get at least one, and then I can try and um power it down. We can lure it away, and then yeah. like uh, bring it around the corner. It's one less. Yeah. Right, indeed. But uh, can you lure an automaton away from its task? I think it's. I thought, task I thought they don't have, you know, like brains. Yeah, but if they are automatons, we could just speak with them. Are they or like a robot? I'm not too sure. I mean, are they? Because you know more about it than me, Saruk. Automatons, automatons are from a forgotten age and have souls of people inside of them. Oh boy, are they automatons? You hit a pretty good craft. You hit a pretty good recall knowledge check last week, Anita. So, uh, carrying over that role and what you know about these creatures is that these sort of these things are are more tools than than sentient, oh. right? They are basically okay. mindless sort of robots that can be given fairly simple tasks, and then they follow that task, whatever it may be. Like there, you know, you can put some parameters into it but it is not like a reasoning logic driven thing it just does the one thing it does right. and depending on what it's programmed to do is how it will respond to what you guys are trying to do all right perfect it's not an automaton it's a robot god told me um so i think currently it's programmed to just track anybody that might threaten the bank yeah Correct, but if they're armed with alarms, then as soon as they see us, then it goes bad. If you want to take one, I'm fine with that. I still think we should go through the back. Just disable one on the inside and we can drag it out. I'll show you. I put you guys on the battle map and I, I tabbed it over so that, you know, uh, you guys and the audience can kind of see the layout here. So I, I put you guys in the front, huddled behind this sort of cart across the street from the bank watching. So here in the front of the bank, there are these two automatons. Sorry, not automatons. Two robots. Two they're called, they're called like basically clockworks. We'll just call them clockworks, right? They're clockworks. So they're kind of doing this weird pattern where they, the one walks out here almost to the front and then sort of stops where it is. And then just like Refugio said, it's like, like the face mask sort of opens. It's like almost in the chest face mask area. It opens and you see a sort of blue flame torch kind of shine a bright light out. And it does this sort of 360 degree spin where you can tell it's like looking around itself. And then it like closes the thing and then continues on its patrol. And it's kind of going like on this four pointed sort of thing. So when this one's up here on the front, the other one is in the back corner right up at the door of the bank kind of doing the same thing. And they're just sort of very following a very set rope pattern in a square around the front of the bank. And th this is what the front of the bank looks like leading in. And of course the front door is this big sort of place right here in the front. The back where you guys were, there are no clockworks patrolling the back, but the entrance seems to be a small like employee entrance on the side of the building. And to be clear, there are not people camped immediately outside the back door who would see us, right? You guys were in the back, it was completely empty other than some of the buildings maybe like, you know, four or five hundred feet away. You saw like some signs of campfire and people maybe sleeping for the night in these ruins. So, otherwise this is a pretty abandoned part of town. 
back door unless anyone brought anything that can reliably take down a clockwork construct silently in a few seconds. We're as just soon going as, to get caught by the other ones. As soon as Saruk says silently, Refi starts to put his hand down as from where he was putting it up. <laughs> yeah. Alright. In the back. Right in the back. Okay. Yeah, let's go in the back. Alright. So I'll just Follow your lead, honey. Guys, the back way here. So as you guys can kind of come down here. Oh look, it's so cute. We're like in a line. Oh yeah. Sorry, uh, this map is a little different than I thought. I'll move you guys down here just so you can see what the back looks like. You guys kind of, you know, go around and find like the back alley and come out in the back here. And this is like sort of the back side of the bank. The dingy cobblestone alley displays only traces of the once affluent nature of this neighborhood. Smell of refuse permeates the air. There's a weed-strewn backyard. There's some chicken wire fence with sharp razor coils of wire. But, like, it's been abandoned, and there's, like, holes in the fence, so, like, it might as well not exist. Signs that this was once, like, a well-maintained garden and has fallen into disrepair over the years. And the small footpath leads to the building side, which is kind of this direction. And that is where the sort of employee entrance is. Out of character, you said the smell of refuse, but you said refuse kind of fast, and I heard the smell of refi. Smell of refuse. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you smell like shit, man. Yeah. Okay, so I suppose uh, unless anyone has any other ideas to the contrary, Saruk is going to make his way. Yeah, I'll follow your lead on this one. Let's try to be quiet, right? Saruk oh, nods. Why, but... Quiet. Yep. The gears grumble loudly. Yeah. So. No, he's know. well in greased with bacon grease, remember? God, there's there there's definitely an employee entrance on the side. The big thing here is that the doors, of course, as predicted, are locked. So, do you want a stealth check from us as we approach? Uh, well, we're in exploration mode, so you guys can go ahead and tell me what you guys would be doing in this sort of exploration sort of activity. What you guys' activities would be? Avoiding notice. I mean, I'm gonna go yeah. open a door. Avoiding notice. I'm gonna assist. Saruk in opening the door. Okay. Hold the door! So it sounds like, you know, Reficule and uh, Halbrant are definitely, like, skulking around, trying to stay hidden as much as possible. And it is pretty dim out here. There is, like, a little bit of, like, maybe, like, a little light kind of flickering in the back here, but it's not super bright, so it's definitely dim light. And so then if you two would like to move up and try to pick this lock... You guys can go ahead and give me the stealth checks. We'll assume that everyone is avoiding notice while you're leading up to this. It sounds like that's sort of the, the MO of the crew. So you guys can all give me like secret stealth checks and let me know what your plan is for the uh, the door. Plus two for snacks. <laughs> Plus two for snacks. Huh. I could have sworn I made that a private Well, you made it uh, private, I think, so you can see it. That's okay. All right, so I'm you guys, the same thing, so. <laughs> you guys very sneakily like move up towards the uh, towards the door and huddle around it, and uh, or at least Saruk and Anita. Um, you guys did some some people got some locks tools fronted by by Phoebe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good, perfect, good. You know, you are robbing a bank. This makes sense. So, um, 
yeah, just at your look at the look of this. Uh, let me see real quick. Yeah. So basically, the the door that's in the back is 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 a, a you know fairly simple lock. So okay. none of you guys have the key. So Rook, you're gonna try to pick it. Is that correct? Eventually. First thing, I'm going to. I'm very smart. I would like to look the door up and down and make sure there's not a trap that's going to go off when this opens. Of course. Give me a secret perception check as you seek out what might be here. Okay. Uh, you give it a once over. There appears to be no signs of of uh, traps or anything like that. It, it The only thing you really notice is that the door itself, the rest of the building looks pretty run down, and you could tell that Really, the only care that's been put into this place has been putting in new doors and putting in, like, new locks. So the locks are much newer than the rest of the construction of the building. All right, this is going to take time, but I'll, I'll get down to it. Oh, yeah, take your time. If I remember correctly, I think short of fumbling and breaking my lockpicks, I can just throw thievery checks ad nauseum. Potentially, yeah. So I've, I went ahead and put the, the check that you're going to make in the chat box because the, the module gives you cool ways to pop them in chat. So, um, Anita, if you're actively helping, would you like to make a aid roll here? Yes, please. Okay, so you can make the roll first. The DC to help because, you know, that's the way Pathfinder is, is written and the way we're playing, at least for today, is that the DC for this is going to be 20 to help. All right. Uh, public roll? You can make it a public roll. That's fine. All right. Ray Chrysler. <laughs> oh, a ninety. Okay. Well, that's close. It doesn't hurt. Doesn't help. So, uh, Saru, go ahead and give me the actual roll. Okie dokie. Seventeen. Not bad. Real close to a one. That was too. <laughs> you get your tools going. Um, and, you know, you guys are spending some time here, like, like clicking through it. Um, and you can get the, the sort of the, the lock pick in there. You're, you're hitting a couple of the tumblers and twisting it. You feel like you've probably got about half of the tumblers set into place. So only Mike, you got two out of the four tumblers locked into place. Uh, so you guys want to continue the rolls? Okay. Once more. What in here a little bit. Uh, so Anita confers nice. the plus one circumstance bonus with the aid roll. Good job, Anita. I want to... Can't say plus one for snacks. Plus <laughs> one for... for no. Smooth criminals. <laughs> Hang on. And, like, uh, Hal and, and um, Ruffy are standing out, like, keeping watch, and they're being pretty silent about what they're doing, and you can tell they're making pretty good time with it. Is, uh, when you aid, is that a circumstance bonus? It is, isn't it? I believe so. It does not stack with It doesn't your stack with your lead? Oh. So I'm gonna use Annie's instead of mine, because I just generated a macro, so we're gonna keep it. It is a circumstance bonus, that's true, okay. That's oh. good to know, because Pursue Lead is also a circumstance bonus. Oh, nice. Me there. All right. With the, <laughs> and he is, in fact. Making, making short work of this entrance, you guys jiggle the lock. Saruk has clicked the last tumbler into place. The whole uh, thing goes tense. You turn the lock. There's a click, and you've unlocked the door now. Wait. 
as I unlock the door, <clears throat> I leave the lockpicks where they are and turn to Anita. You take those. I can see from your movements and I can hear from the way you're speaking. You're far better at this than me. Oh, I wink at um, Rook and like pull out my own lockpicks that were in my pocket this whole time. You could have said something. You could have asked me. Yeah. Well, you're on point from now on. Anyway, get the boys. We have business to do. Get the boys. We need to make a withdrawal. Sunday. <laughs> 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 oh, if you're if you'd like, you're you can feel free to open the door and move your tokens in. Oh right, this is foundry. I can do that. That's right. There's no tool. So, I'm gonna go and well, I guess when the door opens, does it seem like if I step in, will the robot see me? You, you open the door, right? And as as you look in, you have dark vision, correct? I do. Yeah, let me just see, like, because uh, this would be a night scene. What is ev- that's a good point. What is everyone else's dark vision uh, situation? Nothing. <laughs> I am blind. Why would? Albrecht has dark vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, everyone's got dark vision. So Anita, you're out here in pitch. It's we'll say it's dim right back here. I'll put a dim light right at the back porch, just so you can mm-hmm. see a little bit. But as you're going into, you're going into a dark building. Do you have any way to help with this? Can Wybert help? <laughs> uh, Wybert does have Has dark vision. Low light. Yeah, I'll just yeah. hold on to Wybert's hand. Yeah, you can't see through his eyes or share senses with oh, him at all, true. but he can sort of guide you as you like. let him guide you through. That's fine. Yeah, okay. Annie, maybe you stay in the back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can so, see. But as you look in, uh, Saruk, into this room... There is no immediate signs of any sort of these uh, clockworks. You can hear further in the bank. You can hear their sort of loud gears and their heavy footsteps as they're sort of doing their patrols deeper into the bank. But what you look into immediately is a scratched and stained round table surrounded by mismatched chairs in a small cramped room. A series of cabinets line the southern wall kind of right where you are. And there's a door on the western, like northern western wall that you can tell leads towards the proper bank central area and where these sort of patrols are coming from. But it it appears that you've kind of entered into like an employee break room of some sort. Gotcha. Okay, Saruk will step in. Yeah, I'll be right behind him. And if you guys want to change any of these exploration activities, you can feel free to let me know. Still trying to avoid notice. Slink it around. I, like, literally don't know what any of the exploration activities are. We have, like, you know, I mean, you can tell me what your character's doing, and I'll map that to the activity that matches best. You don't have to tell me in game terms if you want to do it in a more roleplay sense. That's fine. Yeah. So then I suppose as soon as we go in, I feel like... It's probably Hal that is like Saruk is letting Hal go on point because he's objectively much quieter. And it's just a like look over his shoulder, look around, listen for things that might hurt us or call the cops or perhaps both. Okay. Refi's uh, staying with Annie and Wybert. Sure, Annie's okay. <laughs> okay. No, I can't. Yeah, poor Anita is like completely. Uh, so if you. Uh, I'll I'll move you into the room. 
Al definitely has his sword in his hand, so it doesn't bang against his leg or belt or anything. Yeah. So we have this scene set, right? You're in this employee room. It's dark. There's robe. There's uh, clockworks marching around, making kind of loud noise. Uh, there's two weird sort of closets, almost like wooden closets right near where you are, Hal, that have like a couple of doors, almost looks like stalls of some sort. So if you want to give me like a, since you're doing like the sort of like lookout role in this sort of crew, you can go ahead and give me a secret perception check and we'll see if you maybe pick up on anything. In the... Yeah, already. Very nice. So as you are looking around the room, immediately the, the waft, the, the scent wafting from those like stalls that Halbrant's sort of near let you know that those are very clearly outhouses or at least in houses, right there. They are in here, but they have like functional employee bathrooms here in the bank from the smell of it. They don't have working plumbing to your sort of South. You kind of side eye these employee lockers and there could be valuables left behind from the employees. Probably not much, but you know, things that people would want while they're at work. They might have left it behind, but they all, it looks locked up in nice sort of safety, like lockers. It's like a locker room for employees to, to be. Can I see like, are the doors solid or are they like? I think they're solid metal. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, second question. Is there something around like perhaps a candle or something that could be lit for a light source? Not in the immediate vicinity you you look around there doesn't look like there's any uh light sources in this room and then last thing it sounds like from over here is where the sounds of clockwork cops are that is correct the the, the sort of heavy sounds are coming from from in there and like right now you hear like a heavy sort of footsteps kind of stop right outside the door and you can see like that bright light kind of peering past the, the, the door and right in that little space on the bottom of the door the light sort of scans past and then a moment later there's the heavy footsteps that continue their call. Gotcha. Al's gonna move up uh, when it starts to walk away. Assuming I can hear yeah. it also. Yep, you can all hear it. It's not stealthy or subtle at all. Circle do the same. Drawing his multi-pistol in the ranged mode. Think there's anything valuable in these lockers? I doubt it. Not worth getting into then. No. I was hoping there would be a key, but that seems like a stretch. It's lockers. <sighs> right. There's lockers in here. Anita, in your experience, do you happen to... Is there a way we can fool the constructs in the other room into thinking that we're with the bank or not here for reasons we shouldn't be? Well, I'm only running on a theory, but I really think that they're just here as guard constructs. So, like I said, it's a theory, but if we show that we're not threatening, I don't know if that makes any sense. But at the same time, it's also closing time. So I think that just the existence of someone or something that isn't supposed to be here would alarm them. Remember, this is Buckland's bank. 
any presence here is a threat. So it sounds like we have three options. Option one, we open this door and open up. Option two, we open this door quietly. Hal goes forward and sees if he can't find a way around. Or option three, everyone puts their weapons up. We open this door and hope that we don't trigger their, what, offensive subroutines? It's a siren, really. So I think what's going to happen, based on what you told me earlier, is that would be they would blare out their sirens and then they'd open up their chest, throw a rope at us that would tie us in, and then like they'd try and subdue us until the shield marshals come in. So it's either like we... We succeed at getting a distraction and then, like, disarm one of them or just kill them outright, which I don't think we can really do. It's possible. Do you think that their alarm has some sort of way to... Is it just going to make a loud noise here or is someone somewhere else going to hear it? I think that it'll be loud enough for the shield marshal, for the maybe the nearest shield marshal to hear. However, I don't know how far the nearest shield marshal is. Understood. What? Well, how? Trying to whisper in the corner there. They don't. Uh, they don't come around these parts. Oh, they very don't. rarely ever travel through this area. Nah. I mean, as the conversation is going on, Saruk is going to, for the sake of dotting his T's and crossing his lowercase J's, I'd like to open both doors to make sure there's uh, not anyone waiting in there to shoot us in the back. Uh, Refi's gonna try to uh, check the check the lockers just just in case. Okay. Can't fucking see shit, by the way, guys. Saruk, you open each of the bathroom stalls. Like you, know, you can kind of like push the door open with like your your mace and and just take a peek uh, on the ready, right, in case something's hiding for you. Uh, you just kind of get hit with a pretty rank smell floating out of there, but you can tell there's like a sort of air freshener in the air that's trying to suppress the smell. So they care enough to at least attempt to care about their employees, but not enough to make it actually clean for them. But nothing is hiding in there. Reficule, don't steal from the common man. There is the sort of uh, outhouse sort of uh, toilet seat that like goes to like a sort of tub underneath the ground um and the most surprising thing is there does seem to be like an actual fu- functioning water sink here in the bank and uh Ruficule, you you kind of go towards the the lockers to try to to f- like feel them out they do feel locked though the lock on this definitely not the same level as the lock on the door i'm gonna take out the lock picks that i borrowed from Sphebis. okay and uh pick one of the locks Yes. You can go ahead and give me the thievery check if you wish. I'll pop this one in chat. These ones are... I'll put this in chat. It's actually a little lower DC than that one I put in chat. I don't think it shows you guys the DC you're rolling against. That's fine. It says 15. Okay, then yes. It's actually a 10 on the... it's It's only a single. It's like so simple, it only takes one success. That's a 22. Yeah, you go and you pop open one of the lockers and slide it open. Um, In this sort of locker, you find a a half a stick of chalk 
and five black candles sort of in the locker. Do I have any idea what these might be used for? What is it? What is it? I've got a bit of chalk and uh, looks like some black candles. Annie, do you, do you reuse any black candles? No, not really. I, but, I mean, if you got a match with you, a candle sounds really good, right? Sir nods. Right, I want to make sure as... Would my character know of any reason, like, would a black candle, like, explode or something? <laughs> you know, start does a black candle signify it? <laughs> the cursed candle of fuck you! You can give me an occultism recall knowledge, or a crafting, or an Alkenstar lore. I mean... You pick the way your brain wants to work at, at puzzling this out, and I'll tell you what you figure out. Right, Refi's not trying to raise the Sanderson sisters, okay? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We're not playing Phasmo tonight. We do that other times. Uh, I would, um... I guess I would... If we call knowledge... Crafting, I suppose? Sure. Yeah, crafting. Uh... But also, uh, Saruk, you were looking for candles and there were none, and then Refiko opened the first locker and there's a there's five candles that were used. <laughs> so, uh, black candles give you the spooks, Refiko. You, you think you're fine as long as you don't arrange the candles in a specific pattern and light them and use the, the sort of uh, chalk to draw the correct patterns. But there's no doubt that this these are definitely used in Sort of witchcraft. But you're probably fine as long as you don't light all five. Kids used to tease me about these. Right. Got some candles here, Saruk. I mean, sorry. He says tusks, not Saruk. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, the things we're about to cross arms with. Well, they put off light, so everyone should be able to see them just fine. Hal, you got a, got a light? I do. I'll walk over and light them up. Yep. Light one of the, the black candles <laughs> and hand it to Annie. So you light the black candle, place it on the sort of break room table, and it does light up the room. It just puts out 10 foot of dim, dim light. I can see. As that's happening while Refi and I are in the corner, your eyes are incredibly good, human. Ah, when you grow up on the, you know, when you grow up on the streets... You got to learn to make your way around in the dark. I just lock eyes with Refi, hold his gaze for a couple seconds, and then... Refi does All not... Alright. Refi does not blink or look away. But, uh... Is that the only thing in the lockers? I'm trying to find, like, an employee... I'm trying to find, like, an employee badge or something. No, no, yeah. So, the way I'm picturing it, you popped open the first locker. There are definitely more lockers. Um, If you want to take the time to pop them all... I'll just, like, let the roll carry, and then you can just shimmy all the locks. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to steal anything. I'm trying to see if we have if there's anything useful for us at the moment. Yeah. I'll go ahead and, and reveal this sort of loot token, and you can see a total of all the stuff that you do going through the lockers. There's hardly anything of value, and there's definitely no keys or anything that you might be hoping to find. Um, but you, you find one that has, like, a basic crafter's book, one that has the black candles with a half stick of chalk, um, one that has like fishing tackle and a clay ocarina. One just has a pair of replacement thieves tools. So if you you know need to add more picks, if you break your picks and need to replace it, you have a spare set of replacement tools here. 
and the last is basically a half-used writing kit with like worn down markers and pastels of different colors and what appears to be a small collection of papers sort of folded over themselves to tell a graphic story, a graphic novel of sorts. Oh, finally, I can call Epona, get out of here. So I hold up the ocarina. It's not how it works. It's not how any of this works. She can't go in buildings. The cover of the comic book looks like it's a uh, sort of uh, a kobold writing a rainbow with like a big glowy anime style eyes. I don't know if she's watching, but Vanessa, thank you for that. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking wonderful. <laughs> You'll love to see it. And then there's a the heavy footsteps outside the door again as it stops. And that that light sort of scans under the bottom. And, you know, about like 10 minutes or so has passed since the last patrol came by. Uh, Refugil won't take anything, but uh, he'll leave the door open for Annie. All right. We ready? Sir, it's, it's, it's leaving. Wait, have you time? Can we... Ten minutes. At this point, like, since we've been here for a bit, like, have we figured out the, like, the time it takes for them to take a stand, take the torch out, like, every how many minutes or so? Do you've they only do been in this room for about ten minutes at this point, and you, when you first came in to now, it feels like it's been about ten minutes or so. I don't know if anyone has any timekeeping implementations on them but no. it feels like in your internal clock is about 10 minutes but you haven't spent enough time in here to be sure that you know the full extent of their sort of patrols but you feel good in knowing it's been about 10 minutes since the last one came by the store and right now they're just patrolling they're not doing the scan right uh you saw the light come through the bottom oh. of the door that let you know that they were scanning okay i mean we could wait Albert, I think we could wait while they're doing that. I think we can wait until the light disappears again, and then... It just disappeared. So we should go now. It just disappeared. Okay, it's hard for me to see. That's okay. You can see uh, the loot pretty good, I see, but... (gasps) There's a black candle, but... Mm -hmm. Come on, you. Albert. I will open the door. All right, go ahead and open that door. Um, there's, you see like a bit of footsteps kind of walking off into this direction. And as you peer into the lobby of the bank, you are at this point in the kind of proper lobby, although you guys are sort of on the back half of the employee section. So between you and the main lobby is all the bank tellers. There's like three tellers. And there is a desk that kind of goes across the middle heavy iron bars from like desks to almost the top of the ceiling where there's spike pointed at the top that makes it hard to cross but on to your left Hal there is sort of a side door that's usually probably during bank hours closed but since you guys are here at night the door is just left wide open and you can mm-hmm. see one of these clockwork kind of walking through that past the past where you guys are out towards the lobby proper and you do see like worn stone floors, threadbare furnitures defining the aesthetic of this establishment. The the table where the tellers are, you know, I already talked about those, the iron bars with the points on top. But um, to your right, right from where you guys are, you can kind of get a glimpse of like a heavy iron vault door, not far from where you are. Stick your head out. 
and and this this one by the way gets about up here you know and then stops and it's starting to do one of these scans right in the middle of the room gotcha wait till he finishes his scan and then i will move up to this area in my little crouched tactical duck walk um so i can still look around the corner to see if he exits that area and i'm gonna go i'm gonna close the door Yep. And I'll point down, I'll point towards Refugiol and Sarup the other way behind the... That, that's amazing, Hal. Where'd you get that cardboard box that you fit around yourself as you're walking? <laughs> he is He is sort of like using the bank teller as a, a, a visual blocker between him and the thing, so he doesn't quite need the cardboard box. But uh, Hal, you can go ahead and uh, make the, uh, the, the secret stealth check here. So you guys all watch as like, Hal's like, basically, I'll be back and slips out, closes the door behind him, and just goes into the lobby where these things are patrolling. What are you guys doing back in the room? I thought I saw a snake. <laughs> snake? Uh, it's just in my boot. Mm. Looking for a white bird. I feel like leaving it open is probably the better call. Hal's going to point towards the vault. And then he'll point back here. Did you close the door behind you or leave it open? I left the door open. Okay. Sorry. Yep. So you... you the GM and I click on the door at the, the same time, time, yeah. So you, mm -hmm. you scoot across and, and and you point at him. You can see the vault like door right here, Hal. Uh, it is no joke. This whole vault door is, you know, probably like 15 feet, 10, 15 feet across. Heavy sort of like metal combination lock on the front with like keyholes on the side. And I poke my head around the corner and see if uh, that guy's moved away from the door. Yep. I'd like to close that door. Yep. So you move out to like sort of uh, close that door as this thing is like walking uh, away and you use that moment to sneak up towards the door. So go ahead and move yourself up to the door. And I think at that point there's like, it like, there's like a stop and uh, the whole body is like kind of faced away from you. But the whole the head sort of turns 180 degrees straight back and like locks eyes with you, Hal, because you, by the way, you got an 18 on your stealth, but you did not. You know what? I take that back. You just barely close the door in time. Right. You close the door before it locks eyes on you, but you are aware that it might have like sensed something, but it does not see you but you have a sense that it might now be like aware of something out of the norm in this like kind of quiet space. All right. Does he get a bonus to self for cover? Yes. And that is, that is what made the difference here. Our saving grace. <laughs> and yeah, you do have slink, which allows you to move five feet farther than your speed. It's, pl it's all playing in here for sure, but you still, these things are very perceptive. And so, uh, the, you close the door, but remember, you close the door, but the bottom half is a door. The top half is just iron grates going like up. So you just you're crouched low, but if this if you like poke up just a little bit, it's gonna see you, right? Like the goal here is close the door so the thing that doesn't have a brain and presumably cannot open doors would like oh hmm, obstacle detected and then go somewhere else. Yeah, so you close the door. The lock here, there is a locking mechanism, but it doesn't look to be a latch or a deadbolt. It's like a key. Understand. With the door shut, Saruk is going to move in. Yeah, the, the, the sort of giant 
broker guy. You know what? Because because we're doing this and, and like order matters and stuff, we're gonna roll initiative. He's not aware of you, he's not fighting you, but he is gonna take his turn in order with you guys and see if he can see what you guys are doing, if that makes sense. Okay. I'll bop back mm -hmm. here before we so I'm gonna start an encounter and I'm gonna add this guy to it. I'll take the entire party is rolling stealth for initiative for 500, Alex. <laughs> oh, I miss Mooka. Yeah, you guys, most people were avoiding notice. I think it makes sense for everyone to be stealthier because we are trying to avoid being noticed by these things, presumably. How your uh, your sort of uh, stealth is going to carry over. Do I get my 10 paces for this? Uh, Yeah, I mean, we're rolling initiative, so I guess yeah. so. All right. That'd be a 25 for FAQ. Saruk has an 11. A 10 for Anita. Put on a little more intense music for this. This track 10. is really good. This is so much better than the combat music we were listening to before. This is dope. Yeah, this is a little bit Definitely tense. not anxiety inducing at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so the first person to go is this sort of gold tank broker who he gets his of turn. Course. I think in this case, what I'm going to have him do is like do the thing he did. He stopped. He sort of turned his head around to see what was going on. Um, I think. He spends his turn sort of opening his uh, flap, and you see that that torch light that uh, that we were talking about. And I'll put sort of a light on him just to show what it looks like. The, the light shines in your direction, right? Um, and I think uh, with that, like he just sort of spends his turn turning your direction. I'm not going to give him his first turn because he's not actually done anything. I'll get everyone a turn first, so. That brings us to Reficule. Uh, right. Uh, I'm gonna delay my turn. Okay. You let me know when you want to pop in. Al. I'm gonna delay my turn. <laughs> okay. Saruk. I'm going to also delay my turn. Nice. Anita. Delaying my turn. I can't see shit. Okay. <laughs> So then, uh, the the end of, the end of the round comes. Everyone's delayed their turn. So like, I'll uh, hide. Try to hide. Yeah, I mean you, you're you're already hidden, right? Okay. At this point, you are considered hidden. <laughs> None of us want to move. Yet. Do you want to do anything else? You everyone just wants to like butt hunker down and, and wait, see if what happens. Can I use? Like, I would like hold. Wait till that thing an, moves. An attack action if it comes through. Okay. You, so you probably need to use an action to get your weapon of choice out, right? So what are you getting out? It's already out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When when I went through the door, I said I'm taking my sword out because I don't want it to bang against my leg or the the. Yep. The right. So you got the sword out. There is the sort of it would have partial cover because of the bars, but you could easily like right through the bars if you needed to, right? Yep. Exactly. Uh, so you really get the sword out and you're just holding an action in case, in case what's the trigger? It like, comes through. If he it comes, comes through. through the door. Okay. Yes. I can't really see what's going on from my vantage point, so I'm just waiting. Okay. Dang. Any other actions you want to take before I give the clockwork his its turn? Well, I guess I would draw my pistol just because it's a free action anyway. Yep. And I'll guess I'll I would have stepped on my turn then. Ten paces. <laughs> As yeah. <laughs> okay. Extra doesn't have anything. My mace multi pistol is drawn in the ranged mode, but I don't think I have. And then I would hide again. Okay. Perfect. So he's using, it's using its clockwork torch ability, or sorry, its spotlight ability, which gives it 
a little bit of a bonus on its perception check. So it's going to make an active perception check in your guys, in the direction you're at. You are blocked. You do get, with total cover, you're going to have a plus four bonus to your sort of uh, stealth. So what's your stealth DC? You talking to me? Yeah, sorry, Hal. I have a plus five stealth. Okay. Class DC is 17. So your DC would be 15, and then with the cover, it would be 19. So this thing That's rolls... 27. A 27, which is a critical success. Not quite a critical success. Jesus. It's a success. But with its spotlight ability that it has, all anything within this sort of cone, the 30-foot cone it's looking at, it's, you know, successes count as critical successes. These things are de- built for one thing, and that is detecting people sneaking into the bank. And with its sort of uh, look, it notices, like, something up. It's aware. It doesn't see you, but it's aware of something. You're now concealed, but not hidden. And I think it's sort of second action is going to be its siren ability. So it uses second and third action siren, right? It emits such a high-pitched, loud noise, like a bell starts ringing. Anyone within 500 feet of the bank can hear this, right? You guys are within 100 feet, which or sorry, within 30 feet. So you can see how it works, right? If you're within 100 feet, you have a minus two circumstance penalty to anything that's hearing based. Secondly, anyone within 30 feet, which at this point is Hal only, uh, you need to make a fortitude save. Okay, that's fine. You got a success. Uh, So you can hear auditory normal. I mean, it's loud, but it's not drowning at your hearing at this point. Which, on the other end of the bank, the siren sort of causes the other one to stop doing what it's doing and sort of like turn and uh, stride in over in this direction as well. And that's their turn. Uh, Reficule. Ah, bollocks. And uh, I'm going to spend an action to move. Okay. I can move 25 feet, right? Even though it's through... Yes. Yep, that is correct. Right. But I still have my thief souls in my other hand. I never really put them away from blocking me. It's fine with me if you if you'd like to. Alright. Uh can I use the thief tools with one hand? Yes, you can. So I'm going to try to pick this lock. Okay. So I'll I'll tell you this, right? There's there's a lock on this side of the of the door right mm-hmm. and that is like a keyhole right in the middle of the bank vault itself there's no keyholes there's just a giant combination lock mm. all right um i'll try to pick the lock the keyhole then okay yeah you move up to the keyhole go ahead and make dc 15 thievery check for this lock so it it is two actions to do this, to, to sort of disable the device. That's fine. That'll has a reaction. Ooh, there we go. The so Saruk uses a reaction to clue you in. Leans around the door and probably just curses under his breath a lot. And somehow that is very endearing <laughs> for Refi. I'm speaking his language. Yeah, you can uh, you can drag the clue in effect to Refi kill before you make the roll. And it should give you the circumstance bonus on it. Fancy. All right. Dead. Perfect. Look at that foundry. That's a 24. 
24 is a success, not quite a critical success. So you, you start moving the locks in, you start moving the, the tumblers and feeling it. Uh, same as before, you've got one success out of the two needed to pop this lock. Great, that's my turn. That is all three actions. All right. Don't forget Kyle. to hydrate. Oh yeah, hydrate. Thank you, Luke. Unliving Luke in chat. I've almost finished my coffee. I got to move on to my water. I've already finished my energy drink. I didn't want <laughs> my water. I'm sorry, Unliving Luke. I betrayed you. <laughs> all right, Halbrand. I can delay again, right? Yeah. Everyone kind of delayed, so I didn't move anyone in initiative order. I just kind of left you guys in the same order, but yeah. I'll delay. I'll probably just end up holding my attack until it, see if it comes through. I'm going to update these walls because I think technically you probably should have a normal sight, like through these doors at least. I think you'd be able to see through them. So now at least you get a sense of what's going on because the bar is right. Thank you. Can your head over. Yep. I probably will hold my attacks if it comes through. So same thing. You're not going to delay your turn. You're just going to hold an action. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't see this order changing before top of the round. Perfect. So Rook. Okay, so I suppose we will move into the room. Oh, God. Do I have, if I move into the room, given how the desks and things are set up, do I have, like, cover as line of sight broken, or do I need to, like, worry about moving quietly? If you want to move without letting, because the only person that they've really noticed at this point, they're focused on Hal, right? So they are aware how you are still hidden to them from back here in this room. Uh, Refugee is definitely not because he just kind of wandered out and started picking the lock. If you want to stay hidden, it would take a sneak. Got it. So then that's I move at half my speed, right? Yeah. So it'd be 10 feet, right? Gonna do. Yeah. So I suppose how that shakes out is I'm going to move. Five, ten into the room for one, trying to sneak. Okay, go ahead and make that stealth check. Do you want it in secret? Let's just make it public just so it's easier for everyone right now. Gotcha. I don't think the secret... Paul... Come on. Really like Alright, Tusk, crack on. Yeah, funny. Nice. With the With your role and the cover there, you're, you're pretty hidden. At which point, I look over and I see that there's... Definitely a combination lock on the front of this, which means we need some kind of code. I'm going to go see if I can't find something somewhere written down where the code might be. Be careful. And for the rest of my turn, I suppose it's just we're going to sneak and then we're going to sneak. Yep. Go ahead. Do you want two individual yep. stealth checks? One stealth check per sneak, please. Yeah. Thank you. Pursue a lead. Uh, first roll's looking pretty good. Nice. And second one. We are so good at Pathfinder. They can't catch us. You know why? We are too damn pretty. Ooh, natural 20. Very nice. Ooh. So Saruk... Yes. Chris and chat. Yeah, Chris and chat. There we go. Saruk, Chris and chat. Uh, you sneak across Big Orc <laughs> using the cover and just moving in the <laughs> darkness. And you, you're pretty hidden. Yeah. And that is me. All right, Anita. Now, here's the problem with Anita. Right. Anita's looking okay. into a dark room and hears all this going on, but, like, has no mm -hmm. idea. can't see at all, right? Nothing at all. You're um, next to the table. So... If you want to pick up the candle as an interact action, I can let you do that, unless you have some other way to get light. 
Uh, no, yes, please. Can I, with one hand, pick pick the candle up? Yes. Okay. So and I'll then, give so you a uh, ten foot dim light um, off of you. Alrighty. And I'll turn off the table light. So now you're the source of light. So you have a black oh, candle. I'm the source of light. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Hang on. So I'm gonna walk one, two, ten feet. Okay, I see Refi. Can I, like, free action ask Ruffy if he needs help with what he's doing? Sure. Ruffy, what are you doing? It's very loud, right? You're whispering. It's like... <laughs> like, there's an alarm. Oh, God, I wasn't ready for that at all. <laughs> Holy shit. Is there... Is I thought, like, my computer was blue screening. <laughs> I wonder if... if. Ooh, yeah, I gotta look at this. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Can two people try and unlock a door? Yeah, as long as you move next to it, you guys can, you can shoulder in and, and do it with your action. All right. No, no, like this, Refi. It takes a lot. Okay, so that's what I'm going to do then. Um, How many? One, two. I'm not seeing a, uh, a alarm noise from the Sirenscapes. Oh. <laughs> so right. I feel like the alarm noise not being here is for the best. Thankfully. Right. <laughs> okay. So let's see. So you crack yeah, on another feet. So you can move to there. Uh huh. So I would like to try and pick this lock as well. Sure. So so let's 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 talk about like hands and and like stuff, right? Because you can have a bandolier wearing one set of tools, right? Mm-hmm. But the only way you can draw and use it is if you're wearing it actively, as your tool says. So is the thieves' tools the thing that I need is wearing that you can pull pretty quick? No. Then it would take an act, another action okay. to draw them out. And it does take two actions to uh, disable a lock. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. So I took the candle, I walked out, and I I just need to be out so that I know what I'm... That's a good point, I forgot. You pick up the candle, which was your first action, you walked out, which was your second. You actually don't have enough actions to even attempt it this turn anyway. Yeah, so my third action, I'm going to like buy the candle and try and sneak. Uh, well, moving out to where you did without a sneak, you've already given up your position. Oh, okay. So do I sneak first and then move, or what? Sneak is a different move than stride. You make a stealth check, you can only move up to half your feet. Half your speed. So you wouldn't be able to get here if you were sneaking. Okay, so I'm going to sneak, so like that would use up all my three actions to get to here if I'm sneaking. If you sneaked, I would let you do the, the pick up the candle and then two sneaks to get to here. So if you want to retroactively do that, then mm -hmm. sure, just give me two stealth checks. Yes, please. Okay. That's so, fine. Stealth. We don't usually do a lot of stealth mechanics, though. New to some of the players. Except for Richard. Yeah. Richard knows very well how stealth works. Right, but I had all the feats to let me do all the fun stuff. That's true. I used to just barrel through everything. 13, I would like to use a hero point for that All right, one. hero pointed up. Uh, so, oh, that's not my initiative, sir. <laughs> that's <laughs> so not foreshadowing at all. That. Uh, that's a 20 nice. for my first one. First one, you sneak out. You can move, uh, you know, halfway there with your with being hidden. Go ahead and make the uh, second one. Okay, Mary Chrysler. See, that's the thing. I didn't say Mary Chrysler at first. You forgot to invoke the mighty Chrysler. 19. Perfect. You guys are getting pretty sneaky over here. So you move to okay. where you are and get in position ready. I'm just like leaning against the vault. I have yep. no fucking clue what's happening. And I, uh, they're, they're all sneaking behind me and I'm just like, 
You've already been found out. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you. I ain't gonna Do you not hear the fucking blaring alarm? I knew! I knew! Saruk, it is your turn. Okie <laughs> do. Well, I suppose I'm gonna... They don't know I'm here, so I'm gonna try one more... One more sneaky sneak okay. to this door. It's gonna go so great. Mmm, you know what? I think I'd like to use a hero point. Hero as point? Well. Heck! Hero point it up. Same exact roll. Oh, damn it. <laughs> womp womp. So I think in that moment, like as you sneak across this teller's thing, the, the other clock that's looking up sort of catches you and you catch its eye as it sees you. You're, I think um, the one that's really far over here where Hal is. Oh, you know what? No, thanks to the cover, I think you just make it. This is one of those. This is one of those situations where when you're actively making the check, you just have to meet the DC, not beat it. So you met the creature's DC, so you are hidden from it. Okay, cool, cool. And then second action, I'm just going to blindly interact to open this door, not knowing if it's trapped or has another alarm or is locked. Yep. You go to interact and open the door, and it's locked. You could give, like, you could give it a nice shoulder charge and try to bust through, but you would give up your, your, you know, hiddenness or anything. Yeah, I think I'll just try to pick it quick. I think I can do that in the span of one action. Yeah, it's technically two actions to disable a device. God, it is two actions right. to disable a device, but I'm not yeah. sure pick and disable are different. Uh, well, that's a good point. To the archives! Yeah. Away! So, is pick different than disable a device? That's a good question. I think locks picks a specific action itself. Pick a lock is two actions. Okay, cool, cool. So, can't do that. I think in Force open want... might be, but... Don't you bait me! That would be loud. Well, no louder than the, the giant alarms currently going But up. no louder than the giant... Yeah, you know what? You're right, though. I'll take the bait. <laughs> I'm gonna... Yeah, I mean, you do. You all have circumstance bonuses to the auditory hearing things, right? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so then I suppose with more last action, we will take the bait. I will just try to shoulder check the door open. All right, that'd be force open, and I think you can use your athletics for that. Indeed. Acha. 14 is uh, not quite enough to force open this door. It's It's been a little bit reinforced, and like we said earlier, the doors are definitely the newest. The doors and locks are the newest construction in this place because security seems to be their ultimate priority, and as you bounce off the door, it gives a little bit. You feel like you were right on the cusp of breaking it down, but unable to. It all I'll let your stealth carry over from the previous roll, and I won't have the, the robot actually, the, the, the clockwork actually see you. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's turn then. All right. First up, with the sort of like spotlight on, right? Like moves 15 feet forward with its stride action. It's right. It's right within striking distance of you now, Hal. If you'd like to take your action, or you want to wait. I, I was specifically holding it for it to come through the door. Yep. You watch. You see these things, and I haven't shown you guys like a proper image of them yet. So I think this is probably good time for me to pop open the uh, character artwork and show them to you guys in all its glory they do have sort of like opposable hands and fully functioning like humanoid body shapes and Damn it, they've got they. thumbs <laughs> they have thumbs how dare they fuck 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 i thought they were dogs shit oh, dare. yeah 
See, I should have shown the art earlier. Uh, and and it reaches down and uh, with the door closed, and it, it notices the door's closed, which is already out of its routine. It does like interact to like open the door, and the door flies open, flooding this with light. And Anita can now see some light coming that way. So this could trigger. Is it coming through or just opening that you wanted? Because I think his next action is going to be stride past you. So, yeah, I'm going to wait till it gets past. Okay. Um, well, I it, guess it, it would be coming through the door. So, when it gets once it gets here, my action would go off. Yep, you can go ahead and attack it. You are hidden from it, so you can go ahead. Oh, you're concealed from it, not hidden. But I think you still. I'll give you the circumstance bonus. Just take the circumstance bonus. And what is that? You're flat footed then. Uh, yeah. I mean, sorry. I'll mark him as flat footed for this strike. Right. Okay. I'm going to use snagging strike. I think technically because it's concealed, you wouldn't, but I'm feeling lenient here. So go ahead. Okay. So I'm going to use snagging strike to strike it with my longsword and then okay. grab onto its shoulder and pull it towards me. Perfect. Provided nice. I can hit it. What's the circumstance bonus? The circumstance bonus is he's flat footed. I've already marked it. So you're good. Just got target it. him and then make your attack. Oh, I got to target him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can't wait yes, to sir. watch the fighter crit this thing to death in one shot. I didn't jinx that at all. That's a uh, 26. Wow. So That's his uh, cool. his siren went off for like a bit, but he didn't continue the siren. So it was like one loud pierce for a few seconds. The siren has subsided. Um, he steps forward and you crit him with this strike. That is a crit. Oh, let's let's see those how crits in chat. Yeah, how crits in chat. Everyone, honestly, this would have been a crit even without the flat footedness. That's how good your roll was. Fighters, man. That's yes, a twelve fighters. damage because I rolled a two. Okay. But it is also because I hit him with an attack and I was using slink. It is also now with a snagging strike. Excuse me. Uh, and my one hand was free. It is flat-footed until the start of my turn, or yeah, no longer in reach. So he walks. He walks past you. Gets to here. You snagging strike him. He's now as long as he stays within five feet of you. He's flat-footed. Everyone, as you got one arm around this sort of uh, bot. Uh, but that's all three of his actions. So he can't go anywhere from there. The one over here. He just has to spend his uh, actions or its actions to move over towards you guys. Uh, Twenty-five foot speed. So. One action here. This one like comes up over here, sees you popped out, grabbing his sort of uh, other compatriot, <laughs> and he um, he strikes at you with his javelin. Hal. Yep. AC is seventeen. All right. Let's see. Uh, that's a natural one on the dice, but you know what? Thank hey, you to phenomenally CJ in chat who gave me CJ. a hero point. I can flip the tables and since. Richard's usually one that opens with a natural one and a hero point. I'm going to take my hero point. I don't right. think that's <laughs> I don't think that's exactly rules as written. <laughs> uh, oh no! Twenty four turns a uh, critical yeah, miss into a hit. Definitely not a crit though. All right, how you take six points of piercing damage. But that's all of their turns. I think out in the front now there are the the ones that were sort of. Um, out patrolling the front, hearing the siren, you can kind of see them both sort of like in the front windows peering in and the two on the front patio can't get in because the door's locked, 
but they are aware of what's going on in here, so they look like they're probably primed to start sirening up cells. Right. Uh, hearing a bit of commotion from the other side, and uh, Annie, you got this lock, yeah. Right. <laughs> I think Hal's in a a wee bit of a spot. Certainly made bags of it. All right, and I'm going to. Destroyed. Okay. And shoot the uh, clockwork right in his shining face. Perfect. That's <laughs> flat-footed. Yep, this one in the front is flat-footed because Hal is snagging striked it. Also, thank you in chat from Charlie Gaming SCP, who also redeemed to give the GM a hero point. Man, the crowd loves the Damn. GM. I don't like this new feature. <laughs> what is this? Why are y'all against Seems more that? like a bug yeah. than a feature. Yeah. I'm not sure okay. how I feel about this. <laughs> this flat-footed, so you feel free to go ahead and make that attack roll target and make the attack roll. Alright. Yeah, it sounds fair, My right? finely crafted dueling pistol. <laughs> I like that. Reject and refund. Uh, uh, I'm going to use a hero point. 13 is a miss, yes. so hero point sounds like a good idea. If you'd like to give Reficule a hero point, now would be a good time. Uh, you know what? what? I haven't given a hero point out at all, so let me just think of all the interesting stuff that happened tonight. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what, was the, what was the interesting, most interesting moment? All Who right. has Magical kobolds to fight the undead? The Best. Hmm. That'd be a 28. Nice! Ooh, That's a critical hit. Oh! Yes. Oh, nice. Crits in chat. Reficule crits in chat. That would be 20 points of damage. Woohoo! I'd say remind me to not piss you off, but that's our whole thing. <laughs> the clockwork, like, explodes, and, like, its lifeless body sort of, like, drops, like, junk parts. The little, like, bell siren, like, like whining out. <laughs> and uh, as it, like, sort of falls to the ground and, and dies... Um, it, it actually glows brighter because the little housing around the, like, internal flamethrower torch, like, just lights up the room. And then explodes. <laughs> and then uses its reaction to nuke. Oh, not yet. <laughs> uh, third action, I'll use my Reconter's reload. Uh, not sure it's really going to work, but I'll, <laughs> I'll uh, try to demoralize. You try to demoralize the, the other robot. I will give you I will give you a hero point reficule A for the crit and B because I haven't given a hero point all session and you just hit a crit and use a hero point. Just take a hero point. And all right. also you get a hero point if you can only if you can explain to me how you affect this mindless creature with your demoralize. Oh, it's not going to work. I'm I'm literally going to tell him like you want to end up like a pile of scrap like your friend here. Okay. Ever heard the saying eye for an eye? <laughs> yeah. And then as I'm reloading him, Hal, you all right there? Quit acting the maggot. Come help it us. It is, in fact, immune to your to your wit. Yeah, but I reload at least. So, <laughs> all right, that brings us to Hal. All right, I would like to snagging strike this creature with my longsword. Go for it. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen will hit. All right, he is now flat-footed until my next start of my next turn, or until he moves away from me. Yep, as long as you're within five feet with an open hand. That is ten damage. Not bad, not bad. Uh, 
I do have to say, and I missed this the first time, he is uh, resistant to your physical damage. Alrighty. So he, that, he is that's... taking a little bit less than you expect being a big husking metallic thing, but it wouldn't have made a difference on the last one, at least. I will do it again, but he should be flat-footed now. I will strike him a second time. This one will take the multiple attack penalty. Um, I'll probably use a hero point just for that. Reroll <laughs> using okay. hero point. Hero point? Reroll. Oh, boy. That's a natural That's 20. More Chris in chat for Hal. Uh, go ahead and roll the damage on that. We're so good at pathfinding, guys. Damage. We are so good at No, no, listen. Listen, he's resistant no, too to this. Good. He's going to be fine. He's not fine. <laughs> yeah, so he drops dead as well. He falls down, pile of bolts, and he begins glowing with his light as well. Can I hunker down here and hide? Yeah. You can duck back down and hide from the other two that are, like, peering in the front window. Yep. Stealth check. If I can get to my skills, I will make a stealth check. Perfect. <laughs> and that is my turn. All right. Anita. All right. So I would like to drop the candle that's on my hand. Just drop it to the floor. Okay. The candle clatters to the floor. Do you drop it like it's hot? Yes, oh, it's very hard. <laughs> 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 um, and then uh, for my first action, I'm going to uh, grab my thieves tools uh -huh. and then uh, use two actions to try and figure out this combination. All right. I will put that check in chat. You can click that check. All right. Mary Chrysler. Mary Chrysler. That would be a 14. 14 is going to be a fail. a fail. Yeah. That's all my three actions. Yep. You spend, you're trying to do the lock and you make no progress on it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, unfortunately, that is all your actions. Uh, Saruk. Hoggy dokey. So then outside, I presume I can see through the door because the door has some sort of glass on it. Does it look like our clockwork cop is going to start doing its siren thing yeah still, so this is it's actually not a window as much as it's just like iron bars open to the outside um okay. and looking at it <laughs> it's doing the same thing the last one did which is like getting ready to do its siren okay so then we don't have the chance the other two being down has not changed things so targeting our friend the first thing we're gonna do is we're going to devise a stratagem okay he does have you know, standard cover just through uh, the window. Ooh, that was so close to being a 20 on my screen. But your stratagem roll is going to be a nine. <laughs> I think that's the answer for am I going to attack yep. him or not. That's, so that's then right? Nine! Instead, nine? I'm going to just have a conversation with this door. <laughs> knock, knock! Combination go. Hey, door. How you oh. hanging? Oh. There you go. Off the hinges. That's a critical success, and you... Bust the like door Let's off go. its hinges and into the room. Yeah, and what you see inside, an elaborately decorated office with mahogany wall panels and a matching desk oh, with a surface so shiny it's a little reflective even in the dark light. Two healthy-looking potted plants and a sort of oversized, nice-looking desk. This is definitely the manager's office at a glance. So I would sneak in there, but I just 
fucking door check the door, so I feel like the proverbial jig is up if anyone's in here, so I'm just gonna stride on in. 5, 10, 15, heck, 20, and probably just hang out. Well, I'll resolve there, I guess. Okay. And the bastard. Yep, okay. Um. So out in the front patio, uh, out in front with like you can watch they they are trying to like get in but they can't so they're gonna do the thing they've been programmed to do which is they both go into siren mode and they both just immediately start putting off high pitched siren noise to draw any attention they can to the bank. Jake is up. Mm -hmm. Uh, roughy kill. Finally found us. We got an escape. We'll all just reroll sprites right now and we'll escape through the toilet. Roughy kill, you're up. I will, uh, see. Right. 20, 25. Do I, do I hear them coming out from the front then, right? Sirening? Yeah, loud sirens just coming in through those front barred windows. All right. I will stride forward. Will I have seen any of them? I was walking through. Oh, right. Uh, then I would take a second stride. Okay. I can see this one, right? Yep. Right through the window, just like, like kind of transformed into like a siren mode. It takes two actions every turn to do this siren. Sorry, 25 feet. Get it better. And uh, I'm just going to shoot. Okay. Yep. Go ahead and take that shot. He does have cover through the window. Uh, I'm going to use the hero point that he gave me. Use the hero point I just gave you. All right, do Ooh. it. That's a 22. That will hit. Hit, but not a crit. Hit, but not a crit, unfortunately. Five points of damage. Okay. Five points of damage. Oh, remember, it is resistant two, but technically it takes uh, just three. Yeah. That's my turn. All right, Halbrant. I'll probably... Uh move this thing out of the way if the door closes inwards yeah. or outwards so I can yeah. reclose that door that will just ran through. Yep, you go ahead and push that and you can close the door if you'd like. You know what? Actually, I'm going to not close the door. Sorry. Okay. And I'm going to move. I'm going to stride down here to keep my eye in the back door. Okay. Mmm, that's one. Can I get closer? And I will get closer towards the back door. Okay, the yeah, you can stride. go ahead and move the second stride closer to the back door. That works. Can I hide? Yeah, go ahead and, and make a stealth here in the dim light. That is a seven. <laughs> super hidden. Super While hidden. Rybert's looking at me. <laughs> right, Rybert's in there with mm. you, just like deadpan staring. That's Stop turn. looking at me, Wyvern. Smelling like bacon. <laughs> uh, Manita. All right, same thing. Two actions to try again and pick this lock. Yep. Oh, that would be a thievery check, Mary Chrysler. Uh, that's a 19. That's enough. With that last oh, bit, cool. you get your tools in there. You turn the last tumblers. You give it a turn. The whole like key turns to the side. The whole lock turns to the side. And you've unlocked this lock. Okay, how many locks are there? There's, as far as you can see, there's this lock and the combination lock on the safe. 
Okay, now the combination lock. Uh, I just yell out, If you guys need more help, just let me know. But one lock's open. Refi, let me know if you need Wybert. Saruk, I don't know where you are. Just get that door open, Annie. All right. Uh, and then for my last action, I am uh, going to hide. Finally guess the combination. Yeah. I mean, no, that's two actions, though, right? It is two actions. To, to It counts as a sort of a, you know, picking a lock. Okay, so I will, for my last action, I'll take cover. Okay. I mean, didn't Nina mention her elaborate time as a safe cracker in her backstory before? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Eight pages of safe cracking. <laughs> uh, Saruk, we, we cut over to the bank manager's office where Saruk is currently uh, like in the middle of the office looking around. You can hear out in the main lobby, the other loud sirens have kicked up. Fuck. And we're gonna walk our happy asses back here, and then I would like to scan the desk for mm-hmm. anything that might have, you know, a combination on it. Okay. Uh, you you do like a quick toss, like th- the desk drawers don't lock at all, so uh, you're able to just sort of like like kind of go through um, if you want to use like an interact action to go through the desk and, and see what you can find. But um, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You do. You are able to. Uh, and I'll, I'll reveal it here, what's in the desk. This, like, loot icon right there. But anyways, uh, you, you, like, open one of the bottom drawers, and you see what looks like a sort of bookkeeping for the bank, and a underneath it is, like, a satchel of silver. Gotcha. So you, the, the, you don't find, like, there's no, like, slip of paper that says, like, bank combination on it, but there is this sort of ledger. Gotcha. I guess I will. Can I flip through the ledger to try to find anything in the span of one action? Yes, during this turn, like going over to the desk, pulling this out, flipping it open, and like kind of looking through it. Yeah, absolutely. You can go ahead and give me like a perception check. This would be like an investigate action. Alrighty. You want a blinder now? Really quickly to see what you can. Investigator, investigate. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm doing. That's the name of the class. Okay. That's what I do. And I do it pretty well. Yeah. So yeah. the first few pages of this of this ledger is actually um, mostly like employee, like generic basic HR info, including names and addresses of everyone that works at the bank. So you don't find, you know, a combination, but you do find the address of some people who might know the combination, including the name of the manager. Their name is Urkum Dresh. Got it. And the other thing you find with that role, and that's pretty good, you're pretty sure this is like sort of the central ledger and bookkeeping for the Muglin's money laundering operation. So this would probably be pretty valuable and give you good leverage over Muglin in the right hands. And if someone had time to sort of crack it, it would probably go a long way. And probably somebody like Evie, who's very interested in taking Muglin down, would be really excited to see such information. And you guys probably might as well. In which case, I'll tuck it on the inside of a bandolier. Tuck it in for later. I guess there's nothing like on top of the desk or behind or anything. It's like, hmm, I should check that. Maybe that has the code. 
Right. Yeah, you've tossed the desk pretty well. The um, the rest of the there's like standard bank paperwork and things that look like you know uh, records and and deposits and withdrawals and the sort of balance of the 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 current vault. Um, if you spend a little more time, you might be able to uncover a little bit more. But I think with this quick few seconds you've spent looking at it, that's probably what you get. Sounds good. Okay, Doug. And that's a well. That's me. Then that is a hero point donation to Anita from Hallowed RPG. Gee, I wonder who Hallowed RPG is. Uh, Hallowed meta game. Top of the round. Uh, they're both of these things do their siren, but this one that's here targets Reficule and throws the javelin it has through the metal bars at you. Uh, you have the same cover, you know, that it had against you. Uh, but let's see if this thing is able to strike you with the javelin. Uh, that is a 16. I believe it misses. that does miss me. Yeah, so the yep. javelin flies past you and, like, hits the sort of, like, wooden counter with all the, the pins and paperwork, like the bank slips that all the customers come in to fill out. It hits that and wobbles and it continues to blare its siren. I think on this side... Yeah, honestly, the one over here... Gee, thanks, Nina. ...can't do anything except for continue to uh, siren. Just continue to yell very loudly. Yep, and, you know, the longer this goes on, the more likely someone comes to investigate. Uh, Nina also redeems Saruk gets a hero point. Amazing. Uh, but Reficule, it is your turn. Alright, I will reload for one action. And shoot this guy again for another. Go for it. Nice. That's a critical hit. That would be a 28. Even with the cover, that's still a critical hit. Smoothest of fucking criminals. Uh, oh, only that's eight a low points damage of damage. Roll. It's a low damage Aww. roll. Especially with it right, taking less damage. You deal a lot of damage to it. The bullet like kind of rattles off its like metal shell exterior and it doesn't die. But it doesn't seem like they're trying to come inside, right? They do not seem like they're trying to come inside. They just seem like they're just giving off a loud alert. Right. Uh, how's that door coming, honey? One down, I still got the entire vault to figure out. So if you could find a combination, that would really help. Right, well, that's a tough job. I'll just reload. Stay where I am. Actually, um, Ruffio, can you give me a... Because uh, you're standing so close, I, I'm going to need you to give me a, a uh, fortitude save. save against the siren effect. So you might be deaf. No, you're good. Oh. 18. Or was that all your actions? You have more actions? Oh uh, no, that's all three. Reload, shoot, reload. Oh, that's right. Yep. Okay. Albrint is going to pop the back door open. Okay. He's going to step out side. I think he'd mm-hmm. probably stay. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's dark in this little alleyway. Yeah, it's pretty dim. Okay. And I would like to hide here okay. in the darkness. Perfect. You lying in wait. I am lying in wait in case something comes. Perfect. You can give me that stealth roll. Pretty sneaky. 20. Uh, Anita. Blindly trying for this uh, combination lock. 
Yeah, so with the combination lock, you can press your ear against it to listen, right? And try to, like, hear the, the turning of the tumblers and the clicks. Uh, doing this in a hurry and doing this, especially with the loud sirens out front, makes it even harder for you to hear. You can give me a check. Um, and in this one, because it's based on hearing, you can either give me a thievery check like you've been, or you could also use a perception check to sort of figure this one out. Um, there is going to be a negative two circumstance penalty due to the siren. Okay, what is higher? Thievery. Okay, I'll try again with thievery. Any? Have you found anything, Saruk? I feel like Saruk can't hear you. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> oh, the sound of sirens. Nice. That's have you found ball. anything, Anita? So you start what? turning some of the tumblers, and you're listening even through the siren. That didn't include the that didn't include the the minus two circumstance penalty. But oh, twenty two. Yes. Twenty two is still pretty good. And you through the chaos, you sort of. I think we see Anita, and the whole world sort of deafens around you and gets muted as you just focus on your task at hand, and you make a success. You make one success as you're turning the numbers. You find what fear you, you're pretty sure is like the first click that you need to open the safe. I mean, gears are her thing, right? So I feel <laughs> like one down, and then I'm gonna like get a wybird out here real quick. Okay, so for my third action, I'm going to give two to wybird just so okay. that he can walk out with his movement. Okay, uh, right here. First action there. All right, Wybert. Uh, watch Wybert, out for Ruffy. Oh, can't go through there. Oh. He'll just stand here by the door next to this dead robot. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, that's the end of my turn. Saruk, back in the manager's office. Meanwhile, back in the manager's office. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so if there's no clear thing here, I, I suppose we're just gonna we're gonna switch to the ruler tool because that will make it easier to do. And then, or actually, no, it's not. JK, I don't know my hotkeys. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, okay. 5, You see Anita working 10. on the combination. I just go running back as I get there. We're on our own. And... That's my turn. Okay. okay. This thing only has one javelin. It already threw it at uh, at Ruffycule. It can't actually do anything other than sit here and make its alarm. And uh, hilariously enough, that's the thing with mindless things. They don't have tactics. They just do the thing they're programmed to do, which is alert people. So another round of this, you start hearing you know, you start realizing, like, there's a cutaway, and you hear people in the nearby neighborhood starting to stir, and, like, kind of wake up, and everyone it kind of hears this alarm coming from the bank, and everyone in this neighborhood knows who owns this bank, and... Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. You know, something might be happening off-screen that you guys are not currently aware of. Ah, uh, Ruffycule. Eh, I doubt it. We're fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Barely an inconvenience. I'm, like, legit nervous right now. Surprise, surprise. I'm going to shoot him again. Uh, not so great that time. That's only a 12. I'm going to... Reload first. And actually start making my way... Back. 
Okay. If I don't see them trying to get through the door, at least. Yeah, they don't seem to be trying to get through. Yeah, that's my turn. Perfect. Halbrant. So, I think Halbrant is going to try to change his appearance with the Hat of Disguise. Okay. Into Angelique Loveless. Okay. Okay. Uh, roll... Roll a d20 for me. I can't me. wait until we all go outside, think that's Angelique just, Loveless, and shoot him. <laughs> just a DC2 flat check. Great. That's true. <laughs> oh, DC3. Oh, you got a three, so that's okay. The, the hat functions as, as expected. You and uh, Angelique are both roughly the same size. You're both medium creatures. And from head to toe, you just like look at your hands, and you can see that like very tan skin uh, that, that comes over you, and the sort of gunmetal silver oh hair that kind of comes down as bangs. You can see through it, it's an illusion. But you can just see that you are now in the appearance of Angelique. Alright. I think I would move up and close the door. Okay. And I'm standing there as Angelique. Perfect. What is that? That's my turn. <laughs> I like it. Very creative. Anita. I'm going for it again. Uh, two actions to try and figure out this combination. Mary yep. Chrysler. Can oh, no. I would like to... Uh, I rolled a nine, but I would like to use a hero point. Hero pointed up. That's what they're there for. Uh, Reroll. Almost natural. 18, oh, 18 down to 16 with the circumstance penalty. 16. So you're listening, you're struggling with the thing, and as you are doing it, this failure, you hear the clunk of the failure, and you've Fuck. undone all your progress so far. You've reset. Fuck. You've reset all the progress on this lock. Damn. Okay, I would like to use my third action to aid Saruk in case he wants to try and figure out this combination lock, too. Okay. If this doesn't work, we need to find the combination lock. This it's really hard at the moment. No, I have faith. All right. I guess I shout very loud to the person next to me to get over the siren. <laughs> right. Daruk. That's the end of my turn. Okay. Hokey dokey. So if I understand it correctly, it's no matter what I roll, there's a minus two circumstance penalty mm. for is the siren. Yes, the audit. This is an auditory okay. check, and the auditory thing is affecting. Got it. So the the best one to roll will evermore be perception. Could I retcon and say I wouldn't have moved back? Please. Sure. <laughs> I would like you to kill the loud noise to death. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I also have an aid action for Saruk. So the the thing about that is is they God. Aiding me will never be helpful because I have a circumstance bonus on these anyway. I appreciate your help. I will aid you for sure. But Theoretically, a crit could give you a plus two, right? That's True. that's the, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only thing that. But a crit failure could give you a negative, so. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm going to wildly throw hero points at the problem until it gets fixed, <laughs> <laughs> as we must do. Uh, eighteen down to sixteen. You you're finding it hard to concentrate with the loud noise and, and hearing the tumblers. And you're trying to visualize how the internal mechanisms of this thing work, and you just can't make any heads or tails of it. It's going to take, like, getting into this 
sort of vault, getting through this is a very hard task. I'll use my third action to prep to aid Anita. Okay. As we just sidle out of the way of yeah, each might, other. Like, this fucking maybe way. that's the problem. You guys are both like doing it together, like fighting each other on it, right? Yeah, but like one failure brings it back already, so it's like. Yeah. It, but you were at the manager's office, right? Ah, mm. oh, nothing there. Mm -hmm. All right, Reficule, since you're like out front, you start hearing almost like the voices out in the street. It sounds like almost some like interested parties or possibly some nearby security who have been hired to like keep an eye on this place are sort of like making their way into the street. And they're going to, like, kind of join way up here. Um, and it looks like there's about four of these these people. Yeah. I can't see him. I wouldn't be able to see him cool. from my vantage point, but I'd hear him. Yeah, you hear them. Yeah. Barely through the... Through the sirens. But you can hear them yelling over the sirens and basically just... And, and they made the, they're not being stealthy. They're making their presence known. There's about four of them gathering outside the bank. I hate right. that we're fighting investors, but of course we are. <laughs> well, these are probably less... I mean, yeah, if you guys were here during the day, they'd be investors. These are probably more... Yeah, they're probably looking to protect their investments. Uh, Reficule. I'll uh, shoot the, uh, the clockwork again. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, ho, 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 That's baby. That's a natural Let's 20. Go. Roll the crit damage on that. 17 points of damage, so 15. 15 is enough to, to destroy this clockwork. It shatters. There's a loud explosion, and it, you know, the torch falls out and starts lighting up the area around it. Second action, I'll reload. Third action, I will fire at the other one. Come on, roll high. Twenty's a hit. Twenty, hit, but not a crit. Four points of damage, modified down to two. That's my turn. All right, Halbrant. You hear the alarm. You hear the, the explosion. You hear one of the alarms die out up front. Um, and I think through the alley and kind of through, I think you would probably hidden in the alley. See a couple of them. Look, they would have crossed your vision on the north side, out in the front of the building. Four of these. You know, people that look like armed with clubs of some sort are rushing to the bank. Mm, so I'm thinking, well, you probably can't get into the front. I look pretty good back here. So I think I'm going to sidle over here to the side a little bit. Uh, put my foot against the wall and lean back against it and wait to see if I see anybody coming. And if I do, I'll yell at them, like, don't move. Okay. You're just guarding that back door. Got it. Yep. I'll, I'll holler at them. Hey, it's like a, it's a security test. Everything's under control. Okay. Uh, I think this first one, uh, this first person strides up to, like, see what's going on. I think they run up to the window and they can see, like, Refugee with the gun, like, loaded, like, right there at them. Uh, they spend their third action to do, like, a, a take cover behind the wall. They kind of all, like, come up and do the same thing, except for one who moves up towards this door, and you can hear on the other side, Reficule, 
like keys like against the door like and there's like a click as the door unlocks all right anita anita's going to take a deep breath and then spend two actions to try and fucking figure out its combination okay mary chrysler mary chrysler internally what oh. i'm going to do is you've 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 got this first click and i think you have a general sense of where on the dial it was so i'm going mm -hmm. to lower the dc for the first check because you guys have already cracked the first check right okay that makes sense i think it makes sense to because it's a combination lock right i feel like yeah you're resetting it but in some way you should build progress towards it, it should get easier as you figure out more numbers so that's mm -hmm. okay that's my thought mary chrysler Oh, fuck. <laughs> 14 to the 12 because of the sirens. But Saruk had prepped an aid here, right? Yeah, I think I'm going to hold... Yeah, fuck it. I will... Because uh, there are no longer things screaming outside. Just things screaming outside when Refi shoots him in the face! There's, there's, there is one still screaming outside. I forgot about that. That's... Like Saruk is screaming inside. Yeah, the, between that, you guys, even even though you have a general sense of where the first number is, you try and you bypass it and you make no progress on the first check. The candle is running out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, spending my last action to give two to Wybert just to back Ruffy up in case. So that would be. Yeah, Wybert's just gonna chill right here. Not there, here. Until Ruffy needs him. Yeah. Actually, no. Can I move him here? Sure. There you go. That's my. That's the end of my turn. All right. The Rook. Okay. We will continue to throw dice at the problem until we fix the problem. <laughs> For two actions, I would like to open this damn thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, twenty-four Sorry. down to twenty-two is a success on the first lock. One success out of three needed to open the vault. Nice, and then prepped aid, Anita. Okay, awesome. You guys are, are starting to make some progress there. Uh, this one does an alarm and just waits because the door's not open, so it doesn't have a clear path. Uh, Reficule, you are now faced down with, like, four people and a robot right outside you, and you're just blasting them. But the door did click just a minute ago. Just run up to the door and interact to lock it again. <laughs> Nope. That's the best move. Honestly, <laughs> honestly unlock, this lock. door from your side, it is sort of a deadbolt, so you could just lock it again. Stride lock shooting That's my in the favorite face. move ever in Pathfinder. Or, like, reinforce the door to, like, put your weight against it, you know? Oh, no. Oh, no. Ruffy's not really that strong, though. Just park Wybrick directly in front of the yeah. door. Uh, first thing's off, I'm going to reload my gun. Okay. These ones are not mindless. You could potentially. Oh, yeah. All right. You do have the alarm blaring, which is going to give like a slight penalty to your auditory uh, effect. Yeah. Landing. I'm just going to reload for now. Okay. If I can go there, maybe. Okay. And shoot this robot. Go for it. A robot. But I have well, I more cover behind this desk. <laughs> yeah, that you could definitely you have partial cover because of the desk, and if you wanted to use an action, you could actually take cover for more cover. I don't. I wouldn't have enough actions. Sure. Yeah, but you do would have action. partial cover because. Yeah. Of All right. We'll call it standard cover just from standing behind. Oh. Oh. 
there's like a fizzle as your like the black powder doesn't catch and your gun like jams and you gotta like kind of clean oh. it out right no like action it's just flavor like i don't think there's any kind of critical fail on the gunslingers there. uh no it misfires i have to spend an action oh is that actually true you have to spend an action to clear it out okay so your gun is misfired well, our first jam of the, the perfect time to misfire of the season. <laughs> God. So Hal, you're in the back. Your garden in the back. It's, it feels quiet, although you can hear like a new chorus of voices kind of echoing through the bank on the front side. Okay. Hal is going to start moving towards the front. Okay. Okay. That is my turn. It's going to be fun when you turn around the corner. Uh, Anita. All right. Um, I think we need I... to pick a different car company to pray to. I don't <laughs> think Chrysler's doing it. Yeah. Aid, right? Yes. Sirk's aiding you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, Sirk. Oh, do you want me to roll first? Usually, yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead and roll for the aid. Uh, That's fine. So uh, in this case... Ooh, nice. That's going to give you a plus one circumstance bonus. The DC is Wait. 20 because we're on a number you guys have not figured out yet. You do have a minus two auditory penalty because the robot is still sirening. Uh, okay. So minus two circumstance penalty, plus one circumstance bonus. Okay. Two actions. Come on, let's do this. Let's go! That would be an 18 plus one? Plus one and then minus two. two so total of 17. Uh, you do not make the progress you need, and it clicks down. If it wasn't for the the siren, you would have had this. Yeah. Okay. Where's Webert? Okay. Son of a fucking bitch. Oh, actually, I skipped. I skipped the gold tank, so maybe I should take their turn. I accidentally skipped them, okay. but like, if if they they might give Webert something to do if there's people in the bank, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this first guy opens the door and then uh, stumbles in to see like what's going on and sees you all like robbing the bank and they're like, our money! And they want to like defend their money because they are, you know, been hired by Muglin to sort of keep an eye on things. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, they all think in their minds if they stop this robbery, they're going to get a fat bonus, right? So they are all looking to play the hero. But they're all armed with nothing more than, like, clubs. They have no visible weapons other than, like, these sort of, like, heavy sticks they're holding. They're severely outgunned, but they just have dreams. They have a hero complex. They're throwing caution to the wind. They have I work at Amazon thinking I'll make more money than Bezos complex. Poor bastards. So one action to open the door, one action to stride in. I think think he, he sort of, like, comes up to the other side of the table from you, Reficule. And you have cover from behind the table, but he takes a swing at you uh, with your your cover and his club. Swings wildly. Gets a two for a total of six. However, I have a hero point, and I am spending it. You know, chat, you could give us hero points as well. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> so 17 would hit if not for the cover. So the desk you've kind of moved behind... Hits that, blocks the blow, and that's his turn. We love tables. Thank you, table. Thank you, table. Uh, this one spends two actions to stride in to get to here. 
and uh, also takes a strike at Ruffacule. This one Damn. Uh, misses as well. He's forgetting all these bad rolls out of the RNG. Five. And this one comes running back and he's he like runs literally all the way to like the vault door. Doesn't have any actions to actually attack you, Anita, but he's like right on you. Mm -hmm. Ah! Who the fuck are you? Not company! And the other one spends all three actions to also join his buddy and they that's all they can do though. Uh now we're go back to Anita. So you you tried to pick as they're running up on you, uh, but you do have Viber has some targets at least. Mm hmm. Are you going in, Ravi? Or are you gonna try and kill these bitches? Alright. They're here. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Two actions. Okay, two actions for Viber. He's gonna try and attack this fellow right here. I'm guessing, because you didn't say it, this is not a non lethal attack. Wybert smash, no! <laughs> I don't think Wybert has the, like, Brain power to differentiate as we jump oh, back to a poor husky. Right? Why but smash? That is rename this feat to rename the strike. The Wyber Smash 15 is a hit. Okay, that would be a five. Five bludgeoning. Okay, five points. Uh, her, this guy is not armor plated and he does not have any resistance against your damage. <laughs> Damn. Second Wybert smash! Second Wybert. And he's fucking die. Oh! Natural <laughs> 20 for Wybert. Wybert, Chris, and chat. Oh boy, Wybert. Love you, buddy. Stone Cold Killer. A 10. Uh, yeah, the guy drops dead. Well, oh boy. Dead. Anita doesn't know. Nope. <laughs> Willfully ignorant. That's us. Otherwise, we'd be metagaming. <laughs> I mean, it's an unarmed strike. Unarmed strikes kind of generally are non-lethal in general, right? I don't know. They, yeah, I mean, I feel like when you're hit by 50 pounds of corrugated steel to Whoa. the face. Yeah. We don't know if he's dead or not, but he's not moving. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a secret between Wybert and Ruffy. <laughs> we're trying to figure out this lock. All right, that brings us. That's to the end of my turn. Yep, that brings us to Saruk. Okay, so then I suppose targeting the one I have a clear sight line to at the top. I'm gonna be so pissed if this is a natural twenty that I could have thrown at the door. But a stratagem, I will devise it. Uh, it's gonna be an eleven for a total, which I will not use. And then for two actions, come on, get this door open. Okay, I'm gonna get this door. Yep, you take, you calculate open. it. Oh my god. Ah. This fucking door. This <sighs> Taking this in the middle of a gunfight is is proven to be challenging. <laughs> uh, but also, now with the door open, only Angelique Loveless would walk in and say, "This is fine. Everything is fine. How are you?" It's it might be happening soon. Uh, the the broker uh, moves in here. Um, moves into here, engaged in a melee with uh, Reficule, who's been shooting at it, and makes a uh, fist attack onto Reficule. 
Uh, that is a 19. 19 hits. For 8 points of bludgeoning damage. But it has no actions to do anything else. You can see it, like, the way its hands are, like, does that strike it. It wants to grab you, but it can't because... Because it doesn't have any more actions. All right. And uh, I'm sorry uh, that the misfire doesn't happen unnatural. It's just, it's certain weapons. Okay. A, Perfect. Some abilities cause a weapon to misfire as part of a, a critical. Okay. Things are getting hairy, Reficule. You got this, Wybert. Right. <laughs> I'm actually going to go this way. Okay. How many of the guys are here? Or in the room? Just one now? Uh, there's one. Two ran uh, past you to the back, and there you can hear them back by the vault, like, tussling with Anita and Spruik. Right, because I thought there was... I thought that robot can't be there because there was a guy there. That guy died. Wyber smashed Oh, Wyber killed him, right. That's right. <laughs> um, I will... So you stride away to run back? Uh, as you stride, you trigger this thing's <gasps> opportunity attack. What? He makes a strike onto you as you do so. But gets a natural one. If only I had a hero oh, point to spend. I already spent them. But you've learned something. These things are combat capable, and they can. No, they can. Opportunity attack. I'm going to uh, shoot the robot. <laughs> Wybert, duck. The one that you just ran past? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Good, good. Uh, it does not have cover anymore, correct? It does Either not. Alright. Yep, Agile and Finesse. Wiffle Possum says it has the Agile and Finesse. It does not say non-lethal. Makes sense. It's a big, heavy robot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So actually, I need to reload and fire, because the natural one doesn't cause it to misfire. So I still would have shot it, just would have missed. Okay. So I reload, stride, and then shoot. Go for it. 18 will hit. 18. For four points of damage. Minus two because of his armor, so it takes two points of damage. And that's my turn. All right, we cut back to the side of the the bank as uh, Angelique Levelis is... Running up, right? <laughs> Let's go, Angelique. Is there anybody else around? Glancing up, you can see up and down the street. There are maybe three, four people that have kind of come out of their houses and like to look what's oh. going on, but they don't look interested in getting involved. Okay. So you spin around and you can see. I'm not sure what you can see inside the bank, but there is like sort of a scuffle going on inside the bank, and there's a couple people attacking uh, Wybert, it looks like. I will move up. Where's the where's the entrance that's open? Can I see it's it right from here where I'm in at? The middle. Oh, in the middle? Okay. So to your dismay, everyone in the bar there's like a slow motion look where everyone in the like bank looks up and sees Angelique Loveless appear on the doorstep of the bank. Fuck. And Anita gets a hero point from Richard in chat. Gee, I wonder if that was. Uh, so was that two actions to get there? That was all three? Yep. 
So Angelique Loveless is there. Uh, okay. And that brings us to the the heroes. So we'll start with the one here. Uh, they just watched, watched Wybert, you know, demolish his friend. So I think he's going to take revenge. He uses his club. He's going to smack Wybert. <laughs> or try at least. Uh, an 11 is not this enough is... to hit Wybert. <laughs> Second action uh, does not do good. Um, and I think third action is going to be to like sort of give up on Wybert and stride over and engage with Reficule. Uh, and then back here, one of them sees you guys trying to pick the lock, right? So this one takes the club and tries to smack Anita. Okay. 18. Uh, hits. Six points okay. of damage. Got it. And I think second action is going to be to attempt to, like, athletics check you to grapple you to keep you from grabbing. Ooh, that's a natural 20. Yeah, it's a success for sure. Yep. What's your, uh, so success becomes a critical success. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you are now restrained. Help! And then the other one comes over here. Uh, steps right up to you, Saruk. And while you're trying to, like, do the combination lock, he's gonna uh, try to smack you in the back of your head. He will try. 12 is a miss. Um, I think he he then tries... He's, he's been watching too much Karate Kid. So he tries to sweep the leg. So he's gonna do a, a trip attempt. A 19? What is your athletic DC? Is it your fortitude DC? DC? However, uh, my reflex is a success. Okay, so you get knocked prone. Damn. Boom. Wow, they you know what they have? As a you hero can see, chat. Steve does not need any hero points. It's Steve fucking <laughs> cheats. It's uh, you know, these guys are have a hero complex, and and it is you know working out for them. Um, that's is it a hero complex or are they just greedy pieces of shit? Maybe it was like you looked up and you saw Angelique Loveless, and your your jaw dropped a little bit. Oh, you're right. The chat is is correcting me on something. That's a minus five because it is a multiple attack penalty. So that would be a 14 against your Which PC. just failed. So I think it fails. Awesome. You know what? Chat, uh, CJ, and, and Littles both told me that. You guys tell me who gets a hero point for my mistake in chat, and I'll give it to one <laughs> of the PCs. You are not prone. And that's his turn. Um, Anita. All right, uh, first I, Wybert help! And then, so Wybert is going to, I'm gonna give Wybert, I'm gonna spend two actions to give Wybert three. Okay. Uh, first two actions would be to get to this fella right here. Yep. So as he does that, Wybert opens himself up to... No, he doesn't because nope. He already used his attack right. of opportunity. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and then um, would he be considered flanking? Yes. If he has me grappled, okay. Uh, Please. yeah, I don't think there's anything that would prevent you from being flanking, even though you're restrained. Okay. Come on. There you go. All right, Wybert smash. Saving his, his mama. Uh, it's a nine. 
Nine is going to be a miss. A miss. Um, and then uh, for my third action, I'm going to try and escape. Okay. Uh, that would be an athletics check. Uh, can you give me an athletics or acrobatics? It's your choice. Uh, I'll or an arm strike. Try acrobatics. Honda, Toyota, Mary Toyota. There you go. <laughs> They're reliable vehicles. That could be, uh, reliable. Yeah, I mean, there's, you can do an unarmed strike or thievery. Yeah, I mean, yeah, acrobatics, athletics. So, yeah, you get free from him. You're no longer restrained. Okay, perfect. And that is the end of my turn. Yes, it is. Uh, restrained comes off. Okay, perfect. Uh, Saruk. Alrighty. I'm so glad there are things that are immediately threatening Anita and I, so I will not be devising a strat at Angelique Loveless who walked in the door. That's good. That's so good. Instead, targeting the... Oh, the one to my 12 o'clock. Yep. A stratagem, I will devise it. Devise that stratagem? Gonna be a 24. I think I'm going to take it. Okay. Would a 24 hit... The I'm shooting to wound once again. Yep, you have the feat. It makes you able to do that without any penalty. You're going to use the uh, 24 on attack. All right, that's a critical hit. Nice. nice. Oh, my God. So then somewhere I have a macro for a mace multi-pistol. Brah. 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 24 points of damage. Uh, 24 points. I think I finally rolled above average. The precision, all that. Jeez, look at that. Like, 8, 4, 2. Yeah, that was nice. So, yeah, uh, for sure, you knock him unconscious, and he falls back, slumped against the the back counter, completely immobilized. And then for my third act, we seem to have time. Oh, God. I guess I will... Prep to aid Anita to try to get her ungrabbed. She already escaped, actually. Oh, oh, right. Never mind. Then I won't do that. In that case, I will just step over here and pass. Perfect. Top of the round, the robot uh, strides forward. And don't forget, CJ and Little. You can choose who to give a hero point to in chat. <laughs> Not us begging for hero points at the top of our lungs. Let us open this fucking lock. I am not above it. <laughs> <laughs> Steps forward and then uh, first action to melee strike you, uh, Reficule. Uh, ten. That's that's a miss. Okay, uh, and. Third action, uh, multiple attack penalty, uh, misses. Perfect, that's its turn. Uh, Reficule. So, Little says, roll a d4. So, three is gonna be, uh, Richard. Alright, thank you, Littles and CJ. Uh, and Reficule, it is your turn. We're coming up close to the end of the session. I'm going to reload. Uh, no, sorry. I'll reload in a second. I'm going to step. That's the I just saw Angelic Loveless look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to step here. Yep. Reload. Okay. Uh, and you could attempt one of these uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to Reconter's Reload. And yep. uh, I'm going to look and... There's only four of you. We got 20 men out back. You sure you want to do this? And I'm going to use Deception. Okay. Boy. Oh, that's a 25. Nice. That's a critical success. Nice. I believe that makes him frightened too. Yeah, I guess. Sorry, not Deception. Uh, no, this was... Uh, How'd that work? Um, this would be create a diversion. Sorry. Oh, create a diversion. Okay. So, like, the guy is flat-footed to you? Is that how... I think he's he's hidden. You're hidden from him until the end of your turn. Yeah, because I think maybe he's, like, looking somewhere else. Or I'll say, we've got 20 men coming up from the front, so he'll look behind. Yeah, he starts looking around, which just gives you an opening. I will shoot. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. That's an man, you're so finder. fucking good. You're so good at Pathfinder, man. Jesus Christ. So good at Pathfinder. <laughs> it's like He's every attack second, you make. Yeah. Every shot. Oh, wow. that's super low damage, though. Uh, oh. You suck at Pathfinder. <laughs> it's a critical hit, and with your your firearm, you think it'd be enough. It doesn't even kill this guy. Six points of damage uh, is not enough. Thanks. Uh, and as you as you take your range shot, that does trigger an opportunity attack from the clockwork. Oh you do, fuck! Forgot about that. Right. You do have cover, partial cover, just from the corner. I'll give you standard cover against the attack. Eighteen misses because of the cover. Awesome. That's my turn. All right, Angelique Loveless. <laughs> Angelique Loveless. Every fiber of my being is don't shoot Ricardo, he's your friend. And I'll, uh, I'm gonna yell out to everybody, and obviously, that this guy's self doesn't do audible. I'll holler, hurry up, or you know what? I'm gonna move up to this guy and I'm gonna take, make an attack first, and I'm gonna make it a snagging strike. By the way, he like the, the head like spins around and sees Angelique coming, and you, you see like internally, it's like, oh, great, back up as it spins around. And then you come up right behind it. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it's flat-footed to you for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> Strike. 26. 26 is a crit. 14 damage. Minus, minus the two. It is. That's mm -hmm. a crit. That's, that's how crit damage should be. And you watch, it's the weirdest thing. Angelique Loveless runs up with her rifle and just runs the clockwork abomination through and the, the rifle oh, kind of comes out the front as it like falls apart and is destroyed and I'm going to yell hurry up you clowns in Halbrand's voice <laughs> yeah it's so Refuge probably starts laughing like blood dripping down his face from where he got hit <laughs> um Anita Piss off, I say to this fucking hero. And then I'm gonna use two actions again to try and pick this lock. Come on, Toyota, Honda, Camry. <laughs> Whichever car god is listening. Go on. Got this. Only Elon Musk is listening. Sorry. Nope, that's a fork. Oh, Elon. God. I'll change my dice. Uh, last, uh, um, giving one action to Wybert to hit this. Okay, yep, go ahead. To hit this feather. Robert Smosh. Robert Smosh. A 14. 14 will hit. Thanks to the flat-footed right. condition. 
That would be nine points of damage. All right, Wybert smashes the dude's head in. Oh no, Wybert! <laughs> now Anita knows. <laughs> There's like a blood splat that hits like across like Anita and Saru. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! 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 Oh, that's the end of my turn. Uh, okay. Uh, Saruk. Okay, now that we have some peace and fucking quiet, I'm going to step over and I would like so much if this door was open. You think it would be possible if maybe this door would would come if open? 14 is not enough to get the first. Hell. Okay, pass it. <laughs> Do you think it is possible? Do we, have we figured out the definitive, it's definitely that number? One sure, more success 100%. and I'm going to lower the DC. I'm just going to like ignore the first DC. It's just going to be two actions to get the first number. <laughs> I think you've narrowed it down. <laughs> it's like a six. I mean, it's combination lock. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Uh A little pissed off right now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to recontour his reload. I think he's immune, though, to my intimidation. Uh, he's immune for, like, uh, some amount of time, yeah. Like a minute, so I'm going to use... Oh, no, I use Deception, so I'm going to use Intimidation this time. I say, Looks like Loveless isn't on your side. Is the gold really worth ending up being ended up dead for? And I'm going to use Intimidation this time. That's a 19. That's a success, which makes him frightened. Right. Then I'm going to shoot him. Okay. I'm... Uh, I can't specify non-lethal. So... Make it. You just take a minus two. You have to say it before you roll, but you can. There's no one else left alive. Um... Oh, because they work for Ambro. Yeah, I'm going to do non-lethal. Wow. Reficule is doing non-lethal. Now he's got to get Wybert to stop being a murderous piece of shit. Minus two? It's a minus two circumstance penalty on the roll. <laughs> okay. He got no brain. It's it's a circumstance penalty, right, chat? I'm pretty sure it's circumstance. Okay. All right. Even with the penalty, that is a hit. Four points of damage. You knock him unconscious with your, your shot. And I... I think that was the last of the sort of... Can I, uh... I'm just gonna, before I pull the trigger, I just, I'm gonna say, tell Mugland that we're coming for him. And fire. That's why I wanted to leave alive. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And remember, this whole time, you guys are all, like, in disguises too, right? Because you all get your hat of disguises going. So, like, the blood goes across, like, Anita and Saruk's face from earlier, but, like, they don't, it doesn't show up because the disguise blocks it. Underneath is the blood splatter, <laughs> but on the surface, it's just like, oh, really? Like, no, like, it's, it's just, yeah. Yeah, and right now, I look like a half-elf man with a large scar over his eye. <laughs> and out, uh, so, like, the, 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 the tension dies down, the focus kind of switches back to, like, Saruk and Anita who are now in, in silence, finally for the first time, going to start working on cracking the doors open to the safe. You know, doing this quietly or doing it quickly in the scuffle has proved to be a challenge, but maybe now in the peace and quiet, maybe you guys can really focus and get it done. And I think the camera pulls out of the front of the bank 
showing that. I mean, here, I'll give you guys a moment to sort of like set what your characters might do. We're gonna we're gonna be ending the episode, so this is sort of like the, the send off for this episode for your characters. What's going on? What are you guys doing in this moment? I'm going to open this fucking door <laughs> by force if necessary. Yeah, I don't. I think forcing it would be harder. It's a pretty heavy default door. <laughs> I would probably go on out to the front. Okay. Yeah. Rafikul would host, twirl and holster his pistol and saying, You're looking mighty fine there, Miss Loveless. And give a wink. Well, no. He stands there for a second smiling, then scowls and gives a wink with his right eye. Yep. Anita would take a breather just so that she can focus again before trying. He's gonna get this fucking door open. Huh. You want me to give it a crack? Watch Raffi just show up, snap his fingers, and it fucking opens. Go, Raffi! And then actually, you know what? This time I'm gonna, if I can, just even though I know it's not gonna work because it's he's dead. Anita's gonna try and like use her healer's tools to this guy that the guy that's head was caved in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Anita tries to like patch up the guy that's that's dead. For sure. So the camera kind of pans out, and you see Ruficule and Hal Brent sort of standing guard. Well, technically, you see Angelique Loveless and a half-elven man with a scar standing in front of the bank, watching for anything. The two of you are, like, looking to see if anyone else seems to come. It's all quiet. And then you look, and off in the distance, you just see an orange flare goes up in the sky. Ah, uh-huh, fuck. And a few moments later, a little bit further down... Ironside closer towards the city. Another orange flare goes up. 